0: Into the me, to this. It's Friday the 15th of October, welcome to Afternoon Sport, Tim Gilbert here, I'm joined by Shane Lee, and Shane, your wife rang me this morning, she said you don't want the kids to go back to school, you're happy to homeschool them for the remainder of their education. Oh, contraire,
1: no, I need them to go back to school, Tim, the pubs are open, so I've got stuff to do during the days now.
0: Oh I love it It is Friday So we've got a whole lot of fun Brisbane comedian Chad Wicker He's been on the Dolphins beat He's on the ground in Brisbane Of course the Dolphins coming into the comp So we're going to ask him all about that And Olympic silver medalist John Stephenson Completed the SAS course He's with us as well Now there's nothing like a healthy Head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde, flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy, as they say,
1: look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called main hair care.
0: Oh, main hair care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate, specialized men's
1: hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth.
0: Oh, it's a fantastic product, it really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane.
1: Yep, not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care, I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelt M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com.
0: Now Shane, the WBBL underway last night, a win for the Sixers, but it was an Indian player that stole the action, stole the thunder, so to speak.
1: Yeah, it did, mate. Um, A great start to the season for the Women's um, Big Bash League, and um, it it was uh, the Sixers that came out on top on on the Stars. It was a reduced match due to rain down in Hobart. Uh, The Stars could only manage 99, which is almost 10 runs and over, Um, but it was uh, Alyssa Healy who scored 57 off only 27 balls, batted superbly, and as you mentioned, the Indian um, import um, uh, Shafali Verma who her first touch of the ball for the for the Sixers threw the stumps down from side on. It was absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Watched it and loved it. Uh, that was an amazing effort, wasn't it? Shafali Verma, the Indian import for the Sydney Sixers. All right, now um, what about the uh, the big news yesterday? Of course, the sad news: the passing of the great Norm Sticks Proven at the age of eighty-eight and immortal. What a colossus! I had the opportunity to meet him on a number of occasions. He was a great man, and everyone would know. No norm because of the Telstra trophy after the Gladiators photo with him and Arthur Summons. He played in 10 of those grand finals of 10 of the 11 straight grand finals of the Dragons. He was captain coach in many of those. Missed out on a lot of representative football because he wasn't available because he was getting his own electrical business up and going. Just an amazing, amazing Australian sportsman. Yeah, superstar of sport, and we all know I love the Dragons, mate. So he's arguably the best dragon of
1: all time. In my eyes, he is. Um, 10 premierships, 30 final appearances. And as you mentioned, four of them were um, as captain coach. You did both back those days. Um, so Vale
0: Norm Proven, not only a legend of the sport, but a legend of the game. Yeah, well said, Shane. Absolutely. We have a big Friday on the way. We're going to talk rugby league. A brand new team, the Dolphins, coming in 2023. Shad Wicker is on the ground in Brisbane, the Brisbane comedian, of course. And he has been watching this unfold. We'll talk to him next. Friday time, Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker loves his rugby league. And the thing about even a couple of weeks on from the rugby league season, Shad, there's still plenty to talk about.
2: That's right. And it's not the kind of story that you think it would be in an NRL off season, like a certain <laughs> crockery from Kmart being filmed on, the, on a kitchen table
1: or anything. This is actually good news. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate. So so exciting news. Wayne Bennett is coming to your new teammate. Very excited, guys. And as we did cover this before
2: the season ended, I did say that I would be coming in on the ground level of the uh, Mm. Dolphins when they became the next NRL franchise. And I'm very excited to uh, say that I have put myself in the ballot for the uh, opening memberships. So soon you will see a uh, a Dolphins fan. Wayne Bennett, huge signing. Obviously, that was always going to happen. We all knew that was going to happen, whatever team. Was going to get named, was going to have Wayne Bennett as the coach. And now he gets to build another powerhouse out of Brisbane. Mm. It's exciting times. Oh, uh, in, yeah. Instant success, Timmy, I think is pretty much on the cards. 2023.
0: <laughs> 2058. Uh, look, the, um, but, uh, the best thing about Wayne, he's done it for nothing as well. He's not looking for money. No, yeah. that's what I love about Wayne. You know, he does it for the passion. Um, mm. Obviously, didn't, I
2: don't
1: even think they're paying him as much as they'd play a rugby league player. It's something <laughs> i we really talking about. Yeah, it'll be, good. it'll be a good three years until they go into receivership. Oh,
2: come on. (laughs) I think this is going to be fine. I think it's going to be fine. It's one of the – we know the Redcliffe Dolphins is one of the great feeder clubs of the NRL. The region is one of Mm, the great areas of rugby league, uh, Heartland. They'll probably bring some of the players from their first grade into the the NRL. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're going to go out and bargain hunt all these people who have been getting dropped left, right, and centre. But I do think that already this franchise has made a very big mistake. What's that? And it's to do with the name. Mm. So, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, everyone was wondering what the name of the team was going to be. Was it going to be the Morton Bay Dolphins? Was it going to be, I think, at one point, Sun City, which sounds disgusting. Yes. was one of the other names. Another one was River City Dolphins, which I didn't mind that. Didn't okay. mind that. What's your, what's your logo? A river. <laughs> it's a bloody dolphin, mate. If it's a River City Dolphin, though, it's going to have to be a tough-looking dolphin. Because that is a disgusting river that we have through, the, through our great city, <laughs> uh, but it's going to be pushing a trolley that it found at the bottom of it. But um, <laughs> they've gone with no name; mm. they're
0: just calling themselves the Dolphins well well, I suppose that's a bit of a sign of the times it makes them a little because a lot of the other clubs have actually tried to play a lot more on their brand name like the Rabbitohs and others to try and make themselves a more national team and get other supporters but uh, yeah we'll watch that space with interest one of the things I'm interested in with you is um, so do you become an immediate Dolphins fan so do you just turn up to Dolphins uh, Stadium start cheering in preparation or do you, do you stay with the Warriors for at least one more year <laughs> Well, just like with uh, just like with Wayne, guys, I'll be spending
2: this next year um, just starting to build the fandom. Um, yeah, I'll get my get my jersey in order, start to see who our signings are going to be, get really excited about the year to come, and I'm in a transition period. So obviously, I'm on the out with the Warriors. My contract ends at the end of the uh, 2022 season. So I think they've got that long to win me an elusive premiership
1: and let me go Ooh. out with give me the fairy tale finish I deserve, Warriors. Exactly. Now listen, um, Shad. Now, um, never, I've never won an NRL premiership, but the the Panthers have been having a bit of a bit of a party time, having a good go. You can't blame them, really, can you?
2: Um, look, mate. Uh, after what they did to the rabbit eyes, I hope all of them get suspended for next year. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, look. How hard is it? I've I've done gigs. Uh, I mean, I told you guys. Uh, I think I've. I don't know if I said, no, I wouldn't have said it because I wasn't supposed to, but I was there when I was last time down in Sydney, I was doing comedy shows uh, with Sasha Baron Cohen who was doing secret drop-ins uh, at the comedy store. And, you know, he'd perform yes. and he wouldn't want anyone to watch these shows. So when you got to the gig, there were uh, bags and bags for your phones to go in. Right. And they would be guarded before you went into the venue and then you would be allowed to have it at the break and then at the end of the show. Now- I don't want to tell the NRL how to do their job, but I think it's about time that got employed <laughs> for every party, dinner. Function yep. coffee, coffee date. Any NRL player
0: is onto <laughs> to. The big question yeah. is: the big question is, do you put the phones in the bag, or do you put all the players in the bag? That's that's that's, my, that's the Which big bag? one. <laughs> oh well, have goodness. you ever seen
2: bubble soccer? You know they put people in the, yeah. the, in the yeah. That's what the NRL players should have at any kind of major event. <laughs>
0: now, <laughs> see the the Dolphins have come through, and I congratulate them. They're, they're a club that's been well run, obviously well managed for quite some time. Everything you see about them looks in impressive, the way they dress, their stadium, uh, the livery, the money that they've got. But there are some teams that are pretty annoyed, pissed off even, because they all uh, went so hard themselves because there wasn't just one franchise going at this. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I mean, have you ever been to Ipswich? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. It's disgusting. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's not a great
2: place. It's not not exactly the best place to want to go and hang out. Okay, I get it. They're a bit upset, but... The Jets, let's just give it a rest. You know, you kind of knew it wasn't going to be them. When you started talking about how you're going to have to join up with the Firehawks, it sounded like a bloody... Cheerleading squad from a US <laughs> high school, like we kind of knew as soon as as soon as the East Tigers decided to go, oh, we're gonna we're gonna call ourselves the Firehawks. I think the Dolphins sat back in their chair and said, "Well, we've got this in the bag. Yeah, no one's gonna want to put Firehawks in the NRL." I like it is a, it is a tough race, but I, th- they did allude to the idea of an 18th team, but I think we all agree that that one's going to have to be in another area of Australia, probably over in uh, WA. I would imagine. Um, when the 18th franchise comes. But they had the strongest bid. The Dolphins had the most amount of money. They've got a long, long history of like players. Yep. And, they're like, and they're stable. The NRL yep. doesn't want to have the same issue they had with the Crushers, the same issue they were looking like they were going to have with the Gold Coast Titans until a couple of years ago when they got bored again. And the same issue they're having with some Sydney clubs where it's like we don't want to share the cash. I also Ooh. think that the clubs didn't want it to be anyone other than the Dolphins because of that same reason. You're well, an NRL could- club that has a slice of money with yeah. the NRL pie. You don't want another team bleeding that cash yeah. away.
0: Yeah, it's good It's good to have people coming in with money. What they'll be watching closely is if they get any special exemptions of, of salary cap and other things to get them going. But I do want to leave you with a little joke on the subject of dolphins. You are the comedian, I know, but see see what you can get out of this. What's the, what's the difference between Paul Hogan's flipper and Shane Warne's flipper? Uh, what's the difference? Shame, warns oh, for the world. Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Back to the drawing board. We'll see you next Friday, you know what, Tim. <laughs> dolphins are the
2: only yes. dolphins are the only animal other than humans that have sex for pleasure. And I can't wait for our team to fuck the competition in twenty twenty three.
1: Leave a few of those leggies away from them, then. They obviously don't get married.
0: <laughs> see you later. See you mate. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Coming up on Afternoon Sport, John Stephenson, former Olympian. He finished the SAS course. He did it well. We'll talk to him next.
1: John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies, and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly won 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au.
0: O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. It is John Day. That means it's Friday. John Stephenson, former Olympic silver medalist, and of course, in my eyes, he passed the SAS comp the other day. I can't believe they didn't give you a step forward. John Stephenson, how are you? Hey, Tim, how good does it feel to
3: be Friday, man? And you just know it's John Day. We're going to now officially call it SAS John Day, because I I don't care what Channel 7 did, I classify myself
1: as an SAS soldier. Mate, you did really well. Like you know, you got soul, and now you are a soldier, man. Um, but it was bloody, it was bloody good TV to watch, mate. I will tell you what, you are one tough mother, you are, and- mate. Good on you, buddy.
3: I uh, think shade. All jokes aside, it was a beautiful
1: experience. Like actually
3: doing the course, um, I learned a lot about myself. It was an awesome show. Well, look, it was disappointing at the end, like. I think none of us understood why why they had to pick Sam, but again, it is a reality TV show. We all there's 18 characters on there. I played the black dude of scary movie that you know, but I just survived all the way to the end. You know, what I mean, they forgot to kill me <laughs> off episode one. You know what I mean? But um, but you know, all jokes aside, it was mad. It was good fun. I'm happy for Sam because he's going through a lot of you know shit at the moment with his family and everything. That's going has through, and it's good for Aussie public to see him. He's, he's a he's a top lad, and I, I was really happy for him. And that's the if that's the platform they needed to catapult and for people to see a different side of mum wrapped, man, I'll be second all day of the week.
0: See, I know you pretty well. That's very nice and gracious of you to say that, but I think you got duped. I can say that. I reckon that you passed and so did the poo. I reckon Filipusis did a great job as well and we saw a whole different side to him. I thought he was fantastic. But what a lot of people don't know when they're watching it, You're a friend of mine. I know how averse you are to any kinds of smells or toiletry situations. So that whole scene with the open-cut toilets, that would have been like a living hell for you. (laughs) No no shit. (laughs) uh,
3: for, for, For our viewers, like legit, legit, Tim knows me very well. And that old bloody scene, Absolutely. like I was legit like I was telling the girls, listen, because when you – well, people don't know. When you go outside, this whole army thing is you can never go alone. you got to take somebody with you. So I always tell one of the fellas, hey, just come with me because I, I I, need it. You know, it's that time of the day. And um, and then every time I went, bloody girls will come out. I'm like, just stay in the darn room. Man. I can't go if I know you're around. But then, boys, I realized that the boys that were going to do – using the gents, they were peeing all over the bloody hole. And so you see, I was like, nah, so I started using the birds toilet. So that's why I didn't want to come out because I was, I was dropping my deuces on the girls, toilet. but I didn't want wanted to know, because the girls, one was all nice and clean. So it was a weird experience man. that. I didn't like it all. I he ate it, but I tell you, I'd never watched because you've got to change the, the toilet buckets. Like you actually got to do it oh and you got to be posted on. But what I did, what they don't know, I hoodwinked everybody and said, look, guys, the fires a really hard job. I'll take care of the fires for the next two weeks, you, you know. And they said, they said, yeah, John, because fire is life in there. They go, yeah, John, you don't do anything else. You just look after the fire. Said, yeah, all right. No, Done there's deal. no, there was no way I was going to clean anyone else's shit. No chance, son.
1: Now, Johnny, it looked really physical, mate. Um, I saw, I saw the abs popping on one one episode there. But uh, so, what about this Tyson Fury? His body transformation? What he's gone through?
3: Uh, you know. <laughs> If we're talking about Tyson Fury as a, as, a, as a boxer, as a fighter, as a story and his redemption and how he's come back from having depression and being overweight, um, it's, an, it's a remarkable story. You know, mm. people forget when he first fought Deontay Wilder, his first fight back was Deontay Wilder, who was, you know, labeled as the Tyson of, 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 of this era. Um, and, and we've seen how the trilogy has gone now over the past weekend. Um, if we've talked about the fight, I, I'm really proud of Deontay Wilder. I think he showed, a, he showed a heart of a lion. He was a warrior in there. It was it was a fight where the fans won. Um, I don't think we've seen a heavyweight fight like that um, in the last shoot, in the last 15, maybe even 20 really years, to be yeah, honest with yeah. you. Yeah. A genuine heavyweight, toe-to-toe, there was five knockdowns in the whole fight. I think maybe four were the ending mm. knockdown when, he, when Deontay finally went down in the whole fight. Tyson went down twice. Deontay went down twice. I mean, it's just, it's amazing theater when it comes to sport. Um, and, and, and at times it looked like Deontay had the better of him. There's times with the boxing of fury to, for a big man, geez, he can box and he can punch. I just think he's the top of the division at the moment. I'd love to see him fight Usyk so he can actually just claim as the best heavyweight champion. I don't think it's the end for Wilder. What I think Wilder needs to do is he needs to pick a few easier fights. He needs to attack Joshua straight away. I yeah. think he has a good fight with Joshua. I think he can beat Joshua. He then attacks Usyk and maybe beats Usyk. He, he maybe fights Dillian White and, and beats. Dillian, I may fight Derek Chisora and beats Derek Chisora. And then we can build up this fourth fight with Tyson because I do think Jonathan Wilder is a bloody good fighter. I just yeah. think his gas tank is limited. And I think towards the end, he used a lot of gas when he thought he had Tyson hurt. Uh, And knowing in his head, from what I've heard in reports, um, watching the media, you know, Mike Tyson came out and said the only way he's going to win this fight is if he attacks Fury in the first five to six rounds. He did that. He had Tyson rocked. And I think he used a lot of energy trying to knock him out. And then his gas tank was spent. And then he thought Uh uh-oh, I've got another, you know, six to seven rounds with a guy who's bloody fit in ties. Mm. We know he's fit. We know he's not going anywhere. Mm. And I think he just hung on between there and when he finally saw him go down in round 11. So, you know, I give the fight a 10 out of 10. For a sporting spectacle, I give this fight a ten out of ten for the athletic prowess between Deontay and Tyson, and I give the sport a ten out of ten. The fight a ten out of ten for what it's done for the sport of boxing, and especially the heavyweight division. I think
0: Tyson Fury is at the top of his game, and boy, can he box! Yeah, it's back on. It's back on the map, isn't it? It really is, particularly the heavyweights. Now, I know that SAS has dominated our discussion today, but I, I want to sort of uh, pose a question as we sort of wrap this whole thing up. Do you reckon I would have lasted longer than Bruno Edelston? <laughs> I would have bought my sports bra too <laughs> you know, to, uh, I, you know, I think a lot, and I'm not gonna make a joke
3: and take the Mickey I, I think a lot of people don't know that you're you're a very competitive um egotistical guy that you know that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow.
3: <laughs> That would just would just not be able to take shit from anybody. I just don't think you could have a little ant in your face telling you, I think you just wouldn't resist just giving him a sarcastic comment and telling him to go. to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't right. think I'd be able to do that,
0: Tim. Yeah, I'm not sure I could survive on one potato. Yeah, no. One potato a day wouldn't do it for him. I'd be blowing up at him. I'd, 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 I'd yelling <laughs> at him. But anyway, as long as you can get some extra biscuits, you got a few extra biscuits for finishing, didn't you? You got a few extra little kaching, kachings.
3: Like, towards the end, that's all I was thinking about. Every time that clock went 12, Oh, 01 AM. <laughs> that was another. That was another little cha-ching for the staff, mate. No, a <laughs> uh,
1: you're a legend, Johnny. You're a legend, mate. Well done again, buddy. That was really good to watch.
3: Uh, cheers, boys. Uh, let's do it again next Friday on John Day.
0: That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you, of course, to Shad Wicker and to John Stephenson. And thank you to our sponsors. Yeah,
1: fantastic sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircarecom
0: And, of course, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh, will be back next week with more sporting action. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care.